0: Hey everybody, before we start the show today, I wanted to talk to you about investigators toolbox.com. This is the future of networking, training and resource management. I am really, really excited by uh, the amount of people that are in the site already and what's going on there and the amount of training that we've got in there, the webinars, the blogs, OSINT resources, over 130, I think it's close to 140, this is where you guys wanna be. If you are interested in bringing your business to the next level, if you're interested in networking with the best investigative minds that are out there, if you're interested in free training uh, from some of the best investigators out there, you need to be in investigatorstoolbox.com. Uh, so it's investigators toolbox.com. You wanna to go check it out. Uh, the legacy discount is ending very shortly. If you're interested, you need to join this site right away if you wait too long you're gonna miss out on the 50 dollar discount don't delay get in there it's like 41 cents a day right now to get in there if you can't afford 41 cents a day to make yourself better at what you're doing what are you guys doing in this business right so uh, investigatorstoolbox.com i wanted to talk to you about that today and go check it out and uh, we're going to start the show enjoy the show guys
1: did you know we're now providing a video version of the show on our youtube channel It actually gets released one day earlier for those who can't wait for Mondays, like me. The link's in the show notes. Welcome to PI Perspectives. Today, Jim Nanos makes another appearance on the show. Jim's back to talk about the PC-900 body camera. Jim runs PiGear.com and is an expert when it comes to using video tech for surveillance and everyday investigative work. You can also listen to him weekly on PI Magazine, the podcast. Let's drop in on the guys and talk tech on today's episode. Please welcome Jim Nanos and your host, private investigator, Matt Spare.
0: And welcome everybody to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. Well, we are East Coast this week. We are back in uh, in New Jersey uh, and uh, we're going we're reaching to old school, we're going digging into our bag of old guests and people that have been on before, uh, but I thought it was really important uh, and really cool to welcome Jim Nanos back to the program. Jim, how are you?
2: Matt, I'm doing great. It's great to be with you again.
0: All right. So uh, since we last talked, I think, I think the last time we had you on the show was um, we were in Michigan, right? And uh, I was just starting my podcast. I think you guys were like probably, I think my second guest or first guest. On- in the hotel room when we did it. Yeah. 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 And uh, since then, you've, you've actually have your own uh, podcast now, which is doing great. And I love it. So uh, tell me a little bit about uh, how that came about.
2: Well, it came about as a direct result of speaking with you, Matt. You encouraged us, and it was something that we had planned on doing in 2021, right. and uh, we decided to push it up a little bit, and uh, it's, it's been great. I mean, we've gotten great success and great positive feedback with it. Uh, we're still learning a whole lot sure. uh, because we basically just hit record and started Yeah, and, uh, with, with not a lot of build-up time.
0: And, uh, you know, you got, you got your, your Detective Jack Russell. <laughs> and Detective Jack
2: Russell. He's my best friend. He uh, helps us out with every episode. I love that guy. He's a great guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and it's great. And honestly, Jim, I've really been enjoying the show. I, I I really enjoyed our conversations, actually. I was excited for you because you were so excited about getting in and, and starting to do this stuff. And, uh, you yeah, know, I'm kind of a tech nerd. So uh, when you started asking me tech questions about this stuff, you know, it's like uh, I, I remember like we're having conversations and it's like 45 minutes. I look down at my phone, 45, 50 minutes. I'm like, I got to get back to work. I can stop. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you were a great help to us, Matt. And you know, The encouragement, uh, you and John Hoda yeah. and a few other people have been a, a, a great, I mean, the advice you've given us has just been a, a, a tremendous value. And, and yeah. there's lots of lots of things we've done that we had had to make the mistakes because you uh, told us what to do and what not to do. More importantly, what not to do.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I've learned from John and I learned, uh, you know, Scott Fulmer. I mean, there's just been, uh, Paul Jabe had a great great show i remember having just conversations with him about uh, doing stuff and uh, you know it, it it's such a, a, a popular format now um, it's really important i think to get good content out and uh, you guys have good good content i really uh, really enjoy it it's uh, it's been it's been fun to watch you guys grow into it
2: it's just it, you know it's hard people don't realize how difficult it is to you know put a podcast on i mean scheduling guests and uh, finding time to do editing and, and it's just amazing how quickly the weeks come and some weeks you're able to get two shows in the can and the other weeks you're scrambling because of scheduling and life and running a PI business and everything else people are doing. It, it it's, it's difficult. It's yeah. Not as easy as I thought you make oh, it so easy. I, and I, warned I, learned, you.
0: I, <laughs> I definitely warned you. <laughs> Uh, but but you, you guys are doing great. And uh, just, you know what I appreciate about your show and, and your show is actually not the reason we're, we're chatting today, but I just, I wanted to cover it first. But what I, what I really appreciate is that you, you dig into things that are important to investigators like QuickBooks, like insurance, you know, things that, you know, you think like, ah, I don't really want to know about it, but you guys have those relationships with those types of, of vendors um, that could come in, and and it's things that we need to talk about. And and you know, I go, oh, I'm not covered that way, or, or I'm not doing it this way. Maybe I should look and see what I'm doing here. So uh, I I really appreciate that aspect of it. I know it's not as sexy as you know having uh, you know Eddie Eddie Cruz come in and talk about you know cool surveillance stuff, but you know it, it's important too, right? It's definitely important, and uh, it's it's. It's been good stuff. So tell me a little bit about what you guys have been doing. Well, actually, tell me a little bit about you, your business, because you you wear many hats too, right? So during COVID, uh, you and I actually, we chatted a couple of weeks ago, and it, it, you didn't really have that slowdown, right? You've, you've been really busy. So tell me what what you've been up to this year.
2: You know, Matt, honestly, when, when COVID hit, I, I had anticipated, um, sort of like everyone else, that there'd be a little bit of slowdown in business until things, until the dust settled with the courts being closed and everything. And, right. um, my PI business, Apple investigations, I, I did not see any slowdown whatsoever. And I actually just ran the numbers the other day and I'm up somewhere around 18 to 20%, um, which I can't figure out
0: Yeah, that's
2: because uh, I, I know other people that haven't been as fortunate as I, right. uh, so it's, it's just, it worked out for us. It worked out for me. And, and, uh, you know, we're doing our best, you know, I have a little bit overflow and I try to send it to some other folks around here that, that maybe just weren't as fortunate and uh, pivoted as quickly as maybe I did with the PI business, but sure. you know, I'm very fortunate. So I, I, I'm thankful for that.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure you you looked at those numbers on QuickBooks, right? I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a good episode. Um, so uh, yeah, and I know like I had have uh, contracted out a couple of jobs for you to handle for me as well, uh, and it, it was great to be able to to do that. And uh, there was one job that we had you working on where it's like we were waiting for the place to open back up, right? And right it was, exactly. Uh, Just a couple of stops. Just know. hit it
2: hit it at the wrong time, you know, right before COVID and uh, the establishment closed down for a while. Yeah. And we had to, you know, sit and go on a holding pattern until uh, it opened back up.
0: And God knows if it's still open now, right? It's, it could be closed again because uh, New, be. New Jersey's yeah. <laughs> numbers are skyrocketing now. Just don't know what's
2: happening today.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's nuts, man. It's like the governor saying, uh, yeah, don't go to New Jersey or, or Connecticut or Pennsylvania. It's like, okay, that well, that's stupid, because we have to. It's exactly. the, the tri state, you know, like people live in New Jersey and work in New York. Uh, so it's, uh, it, it's been a very interesting time. Um, so kind of similar for me, too. Um, I did have a bit of a slowdown in April. And, uh, you know, May started to come back a little bit. But in June, when uh, the state said the attorneys can actually go back to work, that's when it just started to to go. And like last month was one of my biggest months ever. I mean, it was just crazy, crazy, crazy. We were, we were scrambling day and night and um, these are good problems to have, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, um, a good part of your business is doing surveillance and, and doing work with cameras, and you know the, one of the reasons I wanted to get you on today was to talk about the body camera. But before we get into that, um, you do a lot of uh, unmanned cameras as well. Did did you see like during this slowdown period, like was there a big drive for those types of cameras?
2: Uh, it was pretty much steady. Um, I didn't notice a big increase uh, in the call for cameras. It's starting to pick up again now. Um, I didn't lose any It sort of just was level. I mean, I didn't see a decrease in the calls for cameras, but I didn't see an increase. Right. Most of the camera work is, um, uh, you know, related to employment and um, cohabitation type cases. Sure. So they were um, pretty much just hanging on there. Nothing uh, dramatically, no dramatic increase. So right. uh, that was that was uh, steady for me. So I was happy with that. But I, I pivoted and I saw an increase in um, some court related activities. And as soon as it looked like the court was going to open back up and the court started moving some paperwork and some of the docketed cases, it just went, it just went crazy. Yeah. very very busy?
0: Yeah. And I think that's kind of where we are in New York now too. They're, they're, they're starting to try and do these trauma juries and, and depositions are definitely taking place. Hearings are taking place. Mediations are taking place, uh, but the actual courtroom trials uh, upstate, they've, they've been doing it and now downstate they're getting into it. So um, barring any kind of uh, crazy collapse and who knows what will happen in these next few weeks, but I've
2: actually had more depositions during COVID than I've ever had before. Right. I, I mean, it just seems like I'm I'm doing depositions all the time for cases now where I just don't recall having them to the volume and the numbers that I'm I'm going through in the last uh, month or so.
0: Are they video depositions? Are you actually every to- one of
2: them? Yeah. Yep. Every one of them. And that's fine with me. I mean, I, I it's it's easy to do. It's easier than going in person. I think.
0: Yeah, I think the defense just has billable hours. They're going to burn through, right? <laughs> What's this? Ask this guy, Jim, uh, the same question 500 different ways. <laughs> a <couple hours>. Exactly. <laughs> Got to love those. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been an I- interesting time. And and even with the magazine itself, you guys really made it a point early on. Uh, I remember you know, reaching out and saying, like, hey, we're here for you guys. And if you're struggling in any way, reach out to us and let us know. We've got resources for you guys. We can work with you on subscription fees. We can work with you on PI gear um, to, to get equipment. I thought that was really, really cool. How, how did you find the, uh, the community, uh, the investigator community responded to that?
2: Well, Nicole handles most of the subscriptions for the magazine and, and we didn't notice um, any downtick at all in the renewals, uh, but you're talking, you know, $29, $32, it's not a tremendous amount of money. Right. Uh, where we thought we'd really slow down was with the equipment sales, because, you know, sometimes buying a piece of equipment is a significant purchase sure. for a lot of folks or if you're buying that big piece of equipment. So early on, what we decided internally was if we have the equipment sitting on the shelf and it's something I don't have to order out to get in, uh, we'd be more than glad to send it to the, the investigator and make it a you know net 60 or next nine, net 90 or even right. a 120. And we had a few people take advantage of it. But surprisingly, I had more phone calls thanking us just for the offer than actually people taking advantage of it. But we did have a few people that said, hey, I really need that night vision camera, but I'm afraid to spend the money on it right now. We had, you know, half a dozen or so on a shelf. We sent them out and every single one is paid, you know, settled the invoice well ahead. But they were thankful that if I have it on the shelf, I'll give it to you. It's not doing me any good on the shelf. And if you can make a couple bucks off a job where you need that piece of equipment. That was the goal: was get the equipment out to somebody who can use it, and then we'll worry about settling up later on. If that keeps your business moving forward, that's what we're we're hoping to do, and I think we did that with a few people.
0: Yeah, and that's you know that's what I love about the magazine. I mean, you you guys really have your your ear to the ground, and you're really listening to um, to the investigators that are out there, and and uh, being sensitive to it. And you know, usually that's in person because you guys are traveling all over the place with your uh, van or truck full of goodies.
2: We're on the road quite often, but you know, Matt, I I, uh, I attribute our ability, like, as you said, staying in touch simply by dealing and speaking to people such as yourself constantly. I mean, we've got a, a, a great circle of friends that we, we speak to, whether it's business related or just calling to see what's up.
0: Sure. And
2: uh, Nicole and I both pride ourselves on, we're just regular people. I mean, I'm a regular PI, retired law enforcement. I go out, I, I do the job just like the next guy. Sure. So when somebody calls me and says they have a question, I, I can relate to them and I can give them, you know, some some answers based upon my experience, right. uh, what to use, what not to use. And, you know, I say all along, if you call me for a piece of equipment and I ask you, you know, what are you going to use it for? I'm not nosy, but, you know, quite often somebody will be trying to put the round peg in a square hole and i say, look, this is not the right piece of equipment for the job. You might want to buy this or... This is what you want to buy. And here's who sells it. It's not even something that we carry. It's more important for me, for that guy or girl to get the right piece of equipment, to get the job done, because that'll still come back to me. Even if I don't make that sale now, because I'm honest, they're still going to come back to me and and maybe buy
0: something down the road. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's a lot of history to PI gear and the respectability of the business you guys run. I mean, that's hands down. and I don't think anyone's going to argue other than that. Um, you know, you guys answer your phone when there's technical questions. That's, uh, that's 24 hour a day.
2: I'll, I'll tell you, Matt, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of people out there selling equipment. And what we pride ourselves on is, is if you call and you have a question, I will answer it honestly, whether you like the answer or not, or if it steers you towards another vendor or another piece of equipment, I'm going to give you the straight answer. You don't have to buy equipment from me, uh, but customer service, I think is the name of the game in relatability. Yeah. and relatability. And that's what we try to bring to that business.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I fielded a phone call Saturday morning um, from somebody who listens to the podcast and he's from Montana. And he called me, well, he shot me a message. Oh no, no, he called me. He, he called me, uh, which I was impressed because I don't get my telephone number out on the podcast. So he's, he's a good investigator. Cause he looked me up. He got my yeah. name. <laughs> so he called me and he's like, Hey, um, I'm doing this case here. I just want to run a couple things by you. Um, and you know, he had left a message actually. And then I called him back. And he was like, wow, it's Saturday morning. You're calling me back. It's like, well, yeah, you called me. I'm calling you back. What's up? What do you need help with? And you know, we chatted for a couple minutes and, and I, I gave him some ideas and and whatever. And uh, and I was like, oh, well, by the way, you should join the investigators toolbox. <laughs> and, and he Take did. Take the opportunity make this happen. And he did. Yes. And he did. Thank you for that. You <laughs> uh, but it was a good chat, you know, and and I love that. I I love that I love being able to um, just share experiences with one another and yeah my phone is always on and I'm I'm very lucky that I have a very understanding spouse when it's like honey I I got to grab this call quickly you know and and I got to deal with it and uh, you know it's uh, you know cost of doing business (laughs) as a as an investigator and uh, it it, it's been really cool so um, with the magazine I mean what do you guys see the trends are for next year like what are the plans of the, uh, the magazine and kind of what direction you think you guys wow. are going with him?
2: That's a loaded question. So, our, our, big, our big <laughs> Nicole's
0: not here. I'm sorry, <laughs>
2: Nicole's not here. That's right. I can't. I can't defer to Nicole. Um, you know, the big news for this uh, issue is coming out. The November-December issue is actually the announcement of the Investigator of the Year award for PI Magazine, which really, <laughs> I've been sort of playing a little bit on Twitter with that. And uh, we haven't announced it yet because there's still people sending in their guesses, um, but that will be the cover story in the December. Uh, a November, December issue. And as far as moving forward next year, um, you know, our philosophy, and and I've said this enough that, you know, it's not BS, is we truly feel, and this is coming from the heart from Nicole and I, is uh, we may own the magazine, but we truly believe that this magazine, PI Magazine, belongs to the people that pay for it, the subscribers. Mm-hmm. And what we like to do is we we truly listen to what our subscribers want. Um, two or three issues ago, we actually expanded the magazine by six pages and that wasn't six pages of advertising. That was six more pages of content.
0: And we're fortunate
2: enough to have folks like you, Matt, that write columns for us and, and really put things, no pun intended, but in perspective. (laughs) Uh, And that's what we pride ourselves on is, is listening to what the subscribers want and what they're asking for. And we we try to give it to them. And it's been a, a three-year, uh, evolution in some sense where, uh, we listened when we took over the magazine, we we did a number of studies and we talked to a lot of folks and we got some real frank answers yeah. and we sort of pivoted a little bit and made some changes and, you know, change has to be slow because if you make change too fast, people get excited sure. and they get nervous. So we sort of took that really, really wide radius turn uh, to where we wanted to go and, and we're about there. Uh, we still want to make a few more tweaks to the magazine. Uh, we really enjoy highlighting uh, investigators every month and agency profiles every month and stories that people want to hear. Uh, most of our feedback we're getting is from folks that say, we, we love the features and the stories, but you know, tell me how to market myself. Tell me how to use a piece of equipment. Yep. Yep. Uh, it basically, tell me how to make money and how to operate more efficiently. And, and we're, we've dedicated a, a good portion of the magazine to that. We've stuck true with the roots now, with yep. stories um, and features on different articles and techniques, but we're trying to give the subscribers what they want to hear. And we're fortunate, it seems like every issue we've been averaging going up about three to 5% in uh, subscriber rates.
0: Fantastic. And the
2: renewals, and, and the true test is renewals. I mean, yep. you always have that, that influx of new PIs into the business. You know, 10 people retire, 10 people come in, or whatever that magic number is. Sure. You know, it's, it's that that some are zero-sum game, I guess, where certain people come in, certain people come out, and just keep rotating the number through. But the true test is the people that renew the magazine, because that they're paying for the magazine. This is not a free magazine, right. where the only print magazine left. And when folks renew their subscription, they're giving you the affirmative or the thumbs up saying, we like your product, we're paying for the product. So when, when folks renew the magazine, that's their way of, or at least I take it as we're doing something right, because they're sending us in another year or another two year, or in some cases, I have folks that are renewed for three years. That's they one shot. So they're, they're giving you the, the thumbs up when they like what they're seeing. They like what they're reading. And that's truly the test is the renewals. And And our renewals are are good. Um, we always lose a few people for a number of reasons, go out of business. Unfortunately, some people pass away or some people pivot to another career. And, and we, we lose a certain amount every month, but we've noticed our renewals have been going up uh, consistently over the last three years so that's that's the good news
0: no that's great and listen it's been an honor to to contribute um for it and i know we had uh, we had had a discussion recently it's like oh you're gonna keep doing it it's like yeah why wouldn't i <laughs> i love it man i love i love doing Well, it. The,
2: the deadlines come quick i know no, that they
0: do yes they do
2: and they come they come <laughs> quick for the writers but well i'll tell you they come quick for us and it's it's amazing like we we literally just got the November December issue approved and it's to the printer and Nicole's already like sending out emails for the next deadline yeah it's just amazing how quickly they come and and our writers and you're included this they never ever ever fail us I I we are so blessed that we have a cadre of writers to the that have the ability that they do and they always find a time to, to put out a great article and great content. And no matter how quickly those deadlines come or what's going on in their life or with their business, boy, I'll tell you, they always come through. And and we are so thankful that we have such a great um, staff of writers that write incredible articles that are right on point and what the readers want to see and what's interesting to us too, because we have to read them all too.
0: Oh, it's true. It's true. I I know like when you picked up uh, Chris Elgato, like I shot him a message. I I didn't even know him. I shot shot a message like, hey, congrats. Welcome to the family. Yeah, yeah, and then, you know, guy. he ended up, ended up coming on my show and, and, and doing, a, yeah. doing a spot and he's, he's a good dude. Um, so, so that's yeah,
2: it. I mean, the magazine provides guys like you and us, um, you know, a, a steady stream of potential guests yeah. um, for the magazine or for the podcast, I should say. And But man, I'll tell you, the deadlines just come so quick, Matt. It's December just,
0: 5th, I'm December 5th, December 5th. It, it, it's <laughs> know, it's, Is it's embedded Is in my mind. <laughs> 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 I know I got to get it in. Um no, it's good. And, and Nick's great because she sent me like the, all the deadlines, you know, like, so now I know it's in my calendar. Uh, I may have gotten an email from her once or twice like, hey, it's after the 5th. I don't don't have it. but yeah, It's you know, funny because she I'm calls them
2: deadlines sure. and I tease her all the time with, I call it suggestions. The yeah. suggested date of the article. No, it's a deadline. It has to be a deadline. It has to be
0: a deadline. A deadline. She's right. She's it's right.
2: only a suggestion to these guys. And We're she's terrible. Like, don't tell anybody it's a suggestion. It's got to be a deadline. Yeah. Uh, she she's, I mean, it all falls down on it falls on her shoulders yeah. with the magazine because she gets everything to her at one time. And it's like this massive funnel where it all comes into Nicole, and then we have to send it to our proofreader and our our, our copyright, our, our copy editor, who basically in some situations, she rewrites some of the articles and tries to make it a little more concise. Then we have a legal review that the, le- the articles all have to go through legal review to make sure that there's nothing in there that is either uh, copyright, trademarked, or defamatory in some way because you just never know. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and then it still has to go to the to the the actual um, uh, the graphics papers. department yeah. who yeah. actually sits down and looks at everything and says, "Now I got to put the graphics together. We got to find the yeah. photographs." it's, it's an incredible process. And I, I know you don't want to hear this, but the easy part is getting the article. I yeah. mean, that is writing the article, but, and then, and then when Nicole gets it, she's got all that crammed into about 12 days.
0: Yeah. And that's, and that's
2: cool. really, that's really where all the, the magic happens, trying to get all that done in 12 days and still get it to the printer.
0: It does a great And job. then
2: it's got, and it's got ma- mailed out. It's just an, and there's actually an article in this coming issue of PI magazine in November, December, where I do a little bit of, um, outline of what it actually takes to put the magazine out. And I sat down and I was like, my God, I can't believe we're able to do this issue after issue and and only have this much gray hair and this (laughs) much because when I sat down and wrote it, wrote it out, Matt, what we have to do in the time we have to do, I'm like, this is insane. And we only do, it's every two months. I couldn't imagine what it would be like trying to do, so, a monthly
0: issue, yeah, right, and then now run your business, oh, yeah, and on top of and that, go, 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 the go to the podcast show and edit it too
2: right go to your podcast show and and try to live a life and you know go to a car show once in a while or or just have some some sort of life, you know it's, yeah. it's
0: yeah.
2: I told her yeah. I just stayed a cop, it was a lot less hours, man, I'll tell you
0: <laughs> more donuts' This <laughs> retirement's crazy, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Oh man, that's uh, that, that's nuts. So we're gonna jump out real quick and take a break. And, and when we come back, I did wanna talk about the body camera because I, I think it's a it's a great piece of uh, equipment that may be uh, underutilized and I see it going forward. It's something I think is is really important in, in the, the times that we're living in trying to trying to operate uh, and, and run a business. So we're gonna jump out real quick. Everybody sit tight and we will be right back.
1: PI Perspective.
0: Are you using a case management system? the answer is no you should really rethink that process right? so as you guys know Crosstracks has been an amazing sponsor of the show they've just been uh, really supportive as you guys also know I didn't used to have a case management system. I was the, the investigator that was fighting them tooth and nail. I finally decided to give it a whirl. What a great decision, right? During the COVID shutdown, I was able to actually roll my whole business into it and get completely up and running. And um, my clients love it. I mean, just today, I got a, a phone call from a client of mine who just couldn't believe how easy it was to access everything and uh, how invoices were there. He actually asked me to go back and upload all my prior cases and put it into CrossTracks. I've been doing business with that firm for, I don't know, about eight years, so uh, it's a lot of cases. Yeah, if you don't use a case management system, you should, right? You should check it out. Give CrossTracks a shot. Contact Brad or one of the teammates over there and uh, they'll get you up and running with a trial and see if it's for you. If you have used CrossTracks and it's been a while and uh, you're not happy with the system that you're in, go check them out. They're doing a lot of really cool new things and uh, see if it's right for you. If you're unhappy with the system that you're in right now, contact them you know the ability for them to roll your system into their system is very easy again you guys know they've been sponsoring this program and i can't say uh, enough good things about them but uh, make your own decision right give it a shot on your own and see if it's right for you
1: what do you do when you get calls for bug sweeps did you know usabugsweeps.com the number one tscm provider in the country pays you a 20 percent commission for converted sales leads? Stop turning money away. usabugsweeps.com uses top-rated technology and they cover all of the United States. So save time and make money today. Contact usabugsweeps.com and mention PIP20. DelvePoint keeps on advancing. The commonality search is here. The new data is unlike anything they currently offer and will go in depth into your target's assets and relationships. Use them on everything from jury research and associate connections to business investigations and fraud cases. You do not want to miss these. Visit DelphPoint.com for more details. Sign up and use code PIP20 for additional savings. DelphPoint. PI Perspectives. Do you work with an insurance agency that takes the time to give you the personal attention you deserve? Well, contact Michelle Knoll and her team to get the best customer service and attention available. You never need insurance until you really need insurance. So keep yourself and your business protected. Contact Michelle at mknoll at amoscorp.com. Do you specialize in legal investigations? Are you a member of NALI yet? If not, you're missing out on some great benefits. NALI members are getting the benefit of free TransUnion webinars and more to follow. You can receive continuing education credits for attending the webinar. Visit Nally.com for more details. Did you hear about the latest issue of PI Magazine? Check out the cover feature on Investigator's Toolbox. You don't want to miss this great issue. Available today
0: and welcome back to pi perspectives this is matt spare your host i'm here today with jim nanos uh i don't know with pi magazine pi gear pi magazine the podcast where are you from what are you doing
2: uh pi taxidermy and pi small engine repair we're doing that now too
0: <laughs> you know my mower needs to be fixed
2: <laughs> <laughs> no problem we can handle it will you pick up we'll, we'll pick up and we'll put a camera on it when you send it back in.
0: fantastic okay so tell me a little bit about the pc 900 what exactly is this um and uh, if, if you want to, we're going to try some technology thing here too. If you're watching the video portion of this, uh, Jim, see if you can bring the screen up on that.
2: All right. I, I don't have a, uh, a 12 year old with me tonight. So we're trying. So can you see that, Matt?
0: There we are. Yes. Okay. That's so good. this
2: is the, uh, the PC 900, which is actually I'm going to the page on PI Gear
0: right. PI
2: gear.com. Mm-hmm. So basically what the P ha- How the PC-900 came about was I I do, like most PIs, I do a limited amount of process serving. And we have some folks that do a lot of process serving and a lot of folks that are are only process servers. And I found the need to start videotaping and audio recording my serves. In New Jersey, we're one party state. So I'm able to do that. You uh, you always have to check with your state laws. And most PIs know know if they're allowed to record out there or not. But I found the need to record, uh, process serving. And, and I had some little devices that I'd used over the years. And some of them were really, really small, uh, body cameras. And, you know, back in the old days, and I'm talking, you know, a couple of years ago, and it seems like it's the old days, the old, uh, you know, still new technology, still produce money to do a great job. But lawmate had the the traditional button cam, which had a DVR that went in your pocket and you ran the the little wire up to your button. And, you know, that took a little bit of, you know, getting it together and a couple of different moving parts and, you know, wires and all that. And it was just, problematic to get that thing on and use it and and use it in in, in a con, on a consistent basis so i started looking around and i came up i found this pc 900 which for me was just an absolute incredible piece of equipment um, it's basically um, a self-contained body cam which also has a about a one inch uh, color lcd screen on it okay and it also has uh infrared illuminators on the back of it and it's all in a rubberized. Uh, easy to wear, easy to use um, package. And this has been a tremendous asset for me. And we actually sell a lot of these. There's a lot of them going out to process servers, NPIs. It is probably one of the top three or four sellers that we have. And I also find it one of the most versatile pieces of equipment that I sell. Mm -hmm. Almost everything we sell, I use or have used at one point. And I won't sell anything that I wouldn't feel comfortable using. Um, And this has been just a great device.
0: Right. And I see it's got audio on it too, right?
2: Yes, you can actually turn the audio on and off. Um, so I think I'm, you're looking at the, uh, at the PI Gear website. So it does have audio. And for those states that you can't uh, record audio without consent, you can actually disable the audio right. with just a, a click of the button during the setup. Um, it's designed basically, and if I had a, um, a button down shirt with a breast pocket, it's actually designed to, matter of fact, I think I have a photograph. There we go. So it's actually designed to fit right in your breast pocket as in this photo it depicts, but you no, know, only about uh, the top one inch or so would stick out of your breast pocket or you could simply carry it in your hand.
0: Sure.
2: Um, some folks put it on their belt buckle, like here in this picture here,
0: right.
2: um, sort of like you're wearing a cell phone. And right. then there's some folks that actually just put it in their pants,
0: right. um,
2: like in their pocket and it sort of hangs out of your pocket. Like if you had a an old school pager or something, it would just be sticking out of your pocket. Um These devices are great. They're easy on and off. Um, In the event you speak a different language, it has like 13 different languages inside it also for setup. Uh, But it's great. And what what I find it also versatile is it's all self-contained. It'll hold up to a 64 gigabyte card. And let me go over to specs here a little bit. Um, So you'll basically be able to get, if you ran it continuously, um, nonstop, you'd be able to get probably uh, it's a 60 with a 64 gigabyte card, you know you're going to get several hours of non-stop recording almost always what i do is it's on and off you know i'll go up to a server i'll hit the on button as i'm walking up to the property i'll have this in my breast pocket or my pants pocket sticking out right. and as i'm walking i can dictate to it and it's also capturing a lot of images as i walk up it almost serves as your uh, as a secretary so as i'm walking up i may face you know some of the cars in the driveway and i'll get shots of the license plate or a description of the car um, it's a color recorder, so it gets great descriptions of like the house. If you right. need to go back and do a description, sure, uh, sure. so it's it's a very useful, useful, functional piece of equipment. And then of course, when you go up and actually do the serve, it's going to record the entire serve, including you know who you're serving the paper to. Um, it's helped me out tremendously. My, you know, one point, you're everybody who serves paper out there is going to have a percentage of people that are going to say, you didn't serve me. I didn't get it. I didn't touch it. All I that
0: kind of stuff. Yeah, which is the biggest bunch of right. nonsense. Out <laughs> it there. wasn't me. I didn't
2: <laughs> touch it. Ooh, ooh, I didn't touch it. But what I noticed with this is I don't hide this camera, Matt. Yeah. Most of the times where I wear mine is I wear a lanyard. with I don't have ID on it. I literally, and I, it's probably hard for you to see.
0: Yeah. And
2: obviously you can't see it on a podcast, but as I'm standing here, I wear mine just about mid breast yeah. and uh, I just hang it right there. The whole idea when I serve papers well, I want no. the person to know they're being recorded. Yep. They're on their best behavior. It's yes so no, yes sir, no sir. There's I have had zero. I'm not going to what zero people come back when they know they're being recorded with this to say you didn't serve me with my paper.
0: Right. No Travis here. Not
2: a single <laughs> yeah. one because they they know that, you know, you got. Them. Yeah. Um and and you can also use it as an upsell. So, you know, how I market this, I tell our, our guys and our girls that buy these, say, you know, in, in New Jersey, because there's no license required in New Jersey to serve paper. There is to be a private investigator, a professional investigator, but anybody over the age of 18 can serve process in New Jersey. So there's a host of unlicensed people out there serving papers.
0: Right. And
2: there were actually some people in our state that are actually advertising able to serve papers, three attempts for 1999. Now, I don't know. I don't know how they're doing that, but that's right. what they're advertising. So in my state, I'm, I'm lucky as a PI if I can get about $50 to serve a piece of paper. So when I have an attorney or a law firm or paralegal that calls me up and says, we want you to go serve um, this piece of paper, divorce paper, or any sort of civil paper, um, how much is it? I'll tell them it's $50 for a minimum of three attempts. And I always follow them and say, would you like it audio and video recorded? And they say, oh, h- how does that work? And I say, well, for an additional $25, I'll send you an AVI file of the actual service, uh, some you know picture of the house, the cars, and I've almost always had attorneys or paralegals opt in for that. And other process servers don't, because sure. they don't have authority to to uh, say guide with that. But when you're dealing with other attorneys or pro- or um, or paralegals, they'll say for twenty five dollars, do it. So what I've basically done is I've I've been able to upsell that pro that piece of paper from fifty dollars to seventy five dollars, and it actually makes my life easier. And I do it anyway. And it's simply dragging another file over to an email when you send an email, the affidavit. And I have all my information on here. I drag it right over to my case file. And that becomes sort of my my record of the serve. If four months from now, somebody calls me up and says, hey, remember that service you did on that Smith guy on Main Street? I can pull it up and say, oh, yeah, it was a blue house with red shutters and there are four cars out there. And, And they wonder how you can remember all that. And that's because I've used a hundred dollar piece of equipment. That's all you know. 100 hundred. I'm
0: the fourth equipment. wall here at Gymnast. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's he, unbelievable. He doesn't have photographic memory. <laughs> no, not at all. I barely have any memory, photographic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's
2: it's a small piece of equipment. It's easily yeah. used. Um, I really like it also because it's rubberized, so it takes abuse. Right. Um, with some of the other cameras I've used, the small lawmate devices, I have to baby them when I get back in the car. With this, I literally, I've had the same one probably. I've been using the same one for probably almost two years now. I throw it in a cup holder. I throw it in a glove compartment. It falls on the floor. It goes all over the place, up on the dashboard. And this thing just takes abuse and it just keeps on going. Right. Um, it's And it's a great little piece of equipment. One of the things I found most useful too, I know you're probably not, obviously you're not going to see the podcast, but for those of you watching on YouTube, on the back where the camera lens is, there's actually six little infrared or IR illuminators. So this actually illuminates with infrared, um, technology so as a secondary um use for this camera is if i'm doing a cohabitation and i have to go down to do a trash pull or i'm trying to get license plates of cars i used to go up with my cell phone or a camera and try to you know cover the flash and snap a useful picture in the middle of the night and, and worry about who's seeing that flash outside of their house at night well now with this device i can walk down the street walk right up to a license plate on the car and get incredible video of the license plate, the car, trash in a trash can, anything laying around a property. And I'm not, uh, there's no flash involved, yeah. none whatsoever. And and nobody knows you're there because it's all infrared. So can, this, you, uh,
0: can you do stills on that thing where is there a button where you can take actual photos or you just got to pull the stills off the video?
2: No, you can take stills if you want. I, I usually take video and then pull stills because I just, it seems like I've always had better luck finding that perfect shot when I look through uh, 10 seconds of video than trying to get that perfect shot by pressing the button. Right. Um, so I, I I'm a proponent of take the video and then pull the still from the video rather than just try to hope that you get that one perfect snapshot, but it does have the ability simply to take still images too, if you'd like.
0: Right. And it looks like just gone through the specs here. It looks like it's got an app too, right? So you're able to view the screen on your phone. Is that how that works? You can,
2: you can. I, I personally, I don't use that, but you, it um it does have Wi-Fi ability. So you can link it to your phone, to an app. Yeah. Um, uh, you know theoretically you could set this down as a drop camera but I will tell you uh, to be perfectly honest they don't transmit too far right. so it's not like you can set this up and go sit a quarter mile away or a mile away and use the wi-fi it's not designed for that right. um, it would be really be designed just to like sort of hang it on your shirt and then maybe look like you're looking at your phone sort yeah. of like the key fob
0: yeah key fob was, and, it and reminds me of the lawmate
2: The perfect angle down but right. I, I seldomly Matter of fact, I've never used the app in the field. I've used it sometimes to go back because sometimes some of the settings are a little easier to adjust on the phone than it is to cycle through the menus on some of the smaller devices.
0: Right. And it looks like you got different resolutions that you can use on it too. Um,
2: you can dumb it down. So if you wanted to dumb down the resolution, you can go from 4K or, you know, true HD down to, you know, 720. I've never really had that need because again, it, it will handle up to a 64 gigabyte card. So you've got tons of space on this thing. I've, I've never once ever ran out of space. One of the other pluses on this is on the bottom is the actual, it's a standard USB plug. So in between jobs, I just plug it right into my cigarette lighter in my car, right. In my, you know, a regular old USB plug and I charge it. I can keep it charging going from job to job. If I thought battery was a, a concern, usually I've never had that issue. It's usually never a problem because I'm not recording two or three hours. I'm just doing short little you know, snippets of, of video when I do serves or if I'm walking through a neighborhood sure, something sure. like that. Yeah. Um, I also utilize them if I'm doing like a pre-surveillance and a cohabitation. If I take my little, my dog out and I'm going through a walk through a neighborhood, I'll just slap this in my pocket and just walk around. And at the end of the job, when I go back home, if I've been loitering that neighborhood for 20 or 30 minutes, I've got some incredible site surveillance so I can get an idea where maybe I'm going to place a camera or where might be the best place to park my car to do a surveillance or yeah.
0: So you got to do, do that pre work. That's uh, that's important. I think like one of the benefits too, um, and not just for serving, but um, interviewing witnesses um, and just having record of, of that whole interaction. Because I, I mean, I've had to testify in court where you know they're interviewing a witness and the, and they accuse me of either giving them money or not saying who I was or who I was representing and and you know did I give them a copy of the statement or not give me a copy of the statement and uh, I had audio recordings, you know, the old uh, Sony's they used to keep in my, my pocket as well. um, We're told the real story, right? So you let them go in and perjure themselves and you back up and bring everything afterwards and then call them back up and say, you want to change your testimony? Uh, I've had that happen a few times, but you know, just having that ability to, um, you know, keep yourself protected, right? So it's, it's not only are you getting the information, but you're also, you know, protecting your liability as well, that you you actually did the job and you're doing the job correctly. I think that's why, yeah, you want to avoid the the sewer service, the Traverse hearings. You know, when you have that video recording of, of doing that stuff, you're not going to get those hearings. No one's going to accuse you of anything because you have the, the hard evidence of what was now, done. Right? And
2: from, as I said, from a business standpoint, if this runs you a hundred or $119, I mean, you don't have to upsell too many services till it pays for itself. I've done I've had days I've gone out and done, you know, 10 or 15 services in a day. It's an all service day. And half of those are been audio and video recorded. It's paid for itself in one day.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. To me, it's it's a no brainer. It's something that uh, you, know, you should definitely have in your uh, toolbox. Of, uh, cannot, of no coach. no pun intended. Yeah, uh, no can opinion.
2: I mention one other thing about just recorders in general too? Is sure. Yeah. Make sure, and, and this is, you know, I, I have my little soapbox that I like to get on from time to time. I know what
0: you're going to say, so say it. Yeah, go ahead.
2: And uh, make sure you please, any any video device that you're using that's capturing HD video, make sure you're using a class 10 card, a good quality card, like a SanDisk. Get a class 10 high speed card. Um, usually, you know, unfortunately, a lot of us are retired law enforcement and uh, we can be a frugal crowd. And if there's if you go to Walmart and you're buying SD cards and one's $10 and one's $9 and 65 cents, every retired cop out there is going to get the $9 and 65 cent card. Got to save that 35 cents. Buy and use class 10 high speed cards of a good quality name. No Bob's SD cards or anything like that. Right. Right. Uh, it truly makes a difference. And almost always, I do a ton of troubleshooting every single week. People will call and say, my device isn't working or this isn't working or having trouble. Jumpy video. Whenever you're experiencing jumping, jumpy video, it's usually not the device. It's the SD card. Right. Your SD card bottlenecks your information or using a class three or class four card or a medium to low speed card. And the little SD card can't accept the data quick enough. And that's why you're having video problems. So always use a high quality class 10 SD card. And, and that's all I buy. So no matter where I grab a card from, out of a drawer, off my desk, wherever, I know I'm not going to accidentally slip a lower quality card in one of my in a camera it's fine but anything you're doing uh hd video you have to use a good quality card
0: yeah no i I think you're right i mean across the board just have better equipment i mean this is all stuff we should be expensing that stuff out anyways right it should be back into your price it should be part of your expenses um you know um incidentals whatever whatever you want to call it uh, administrative charges it's Mm -hmm. stuff that should be uh should be built into it absolutely 100 percent um, so, what do you think are some of the other mistakes that investigators make when they're when they're trying to do uh, video work,
2: uh, undercover work, and just general video work in general?
0: Video work in general.
2: Uh, often, what I see is uh, I, I, I hate to use the word poor planning um, because that that would sort of lead you to believe that you're you're cutting corners. But I, I just think not or insufficient planning. I'll call it is where guys just will not plan the detail out in advance. They won't do their homework. You know, Google Earth is a tremendous tool. I use it on every single job that I do. You know, look at the neighborhood, get an idea what the neighborhood is, do a pre-surveillance survey of the neighborhood. Um, I can't think of the last surveillance I did um, either as a PI or even when I was still a police officer that I didn't go out and, you know, before the surveillance day, take a ride through that neighborhood and you know, grab some extra video and and get to know the neighborhood. Just don't show up there and think, well, the surveillance starts at seven, so I'll get there at 6:45 and I'll get the lay of the land. Right. It doesn't work that way.
0: Sure. You know, you
2: you've got to do your homework ahead of time to get this stuff to work out. And and uh, I know I'm preaching to the choir and to most people out there, but you know, it's it's usually just not it's insufficient planning on doing a job of surveillance out there that that guys and girls go out there and they sort of get caught behind the eight ball where they run into things that are unexpected or you know. Google earth. Isn't the, the end all. I mean, I use it quite extensively. It's, it's a starting point. It's not the only thing I use. You have to go out there and physically, you know, drive through the neighborhood, walk through the neighborhood. If I'm doing any sort of um, extensive surveillance, it's going to be long-term I'll I'll get out there with my dog and I'll take a walk through the neighborhood for half an hour, 30 minutes and just get, you know, that vibe for the neighborhood from, you know, what are people dressed like walking through the neighborhood to what kind of cars are they driving um, you know, what's going to fit in in that neighborhood? What can I get away with? Is there a block captain? You know, I, I mean, um, we all know who the block captain is on our, our blocks and every some yeah. blocks have them. Yep. Um, I'm thinking of a job that I'm involved in right now. And, and the minute I go on that block, I'm doing some sub work for another PI, um, some surveillance work. And the minute I pull into that block, this guy sticks his head out the door and wants to see what I'm up to. So
0: Mayor's um, here. <laughs> you
2: have to plan for that. and Checking you have to have to Right. You've got to have. Do they so give you a COVID
0: test? You got to take a yeah, spot yeah. before you can go on the block.
2: <laughs> it's, it's almost that bad, Matt. This guy is like, he's the guy on top of everything. He assigns parking and everything in that block. It's one of those neighborhoods okay. and, um, you know, where this guy tells people where they can park and where they can't park. And if you don't belong in that block, uh, he's going to say, I'm sorry, you don't have a spot here today. You're going to have to go around the corner or walk to your house or whoever you're visiting. Yeah. So you have to do that planning. And the time to do that is not when you're you're know, out there 15 minutes before the surveillance. And, oh, absolutely. I just think planning is such a a key role to what we do, and you know a little bit of research ahead of time. And even if it's time that you can't bill for, and most of the the pre-surveillance checks I do, you know, I mean, you just can't bill the client for it. But I still have to do it because it makes your job, makes you more successful, and yourself
0: a per win. Yeah, you got, you got to do it that way. So, Mm -hmm. what would you say before we wrap up here? We're going to wrap up in a minute. Um, I'm curious to, to know, like, what is. What is that? The type of phone calls that you get uh, with regards to to video stuff, like like you know, you're answering the phone. What would you say? Like the most popular question you're getting from the investigator that, that's calling in?
2: You mean equipment wise, or from um, potential clients for the PI
0: business? Give me both.
2: Okay, um, I, my PI business. Um, I don't do a tremendous. As a matter of fact, I do no search engine optimization. I do very little advertising. I'm very similar to I think your business model, where almost all of my business is word of mouth and referrals from attorneys, and I'm happy with that. Oh, me too. (laughs) I, 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 you know, I I hadn't had great success with getting. I got a lot of calls when I used to advertise on Google a lot, but getting calls and converting them to work is often miles apart. And I found that I just wasn't converting the jobs that I was getting from Google searches to actual work. So most of those calls um, are, and I still get them occasionally from people that have unrealistic expectations of what a PI can do, um, physically and legally, of course. Um, and they, they watch too much television and they think we can do all the crazy stuff that they do on television. Sure. So, um, in 20 minutes, in 20 minutes, (laughs) right. Uh, but the folks that do call me that are realistic, you know, what they're usually looking for is surveillance video of, a spouse, uh, a lot of child custody. I've had a run on child custody now, it seems, where I'm doing a lot of, you know, surveillance jobs on, you know, when the other part of the of the relationship has custody of the child and- They're if not they're wearing the masks. Calls, right. They're, they're call taking
0: calls. kids to the, the dangerous situation, not wearing their masks, you know. All that
2: or they're not being supervised, all that. And I, I've been getting a lot of that. And they're they're good ones, they're good surveillances. Sure, so sure. I've been getting a lot of that. As far as from the PI, um, you know, I, I get a lot of calls for equipment that uh, guys and girls just, you know, they're, they're looking for that thousand dollar piece of equipment for a hundred bucks. And it just doesn't, it doesn't exist. I mean, you're not going to get that. So you have to do a little bit of research, you know, ahead of time. When I say you, I mean a potential purchaser of a piece of equipment, get an idea of what you want and get an eye. More importantly, if you call a guy like me, because I'm a PI and, and I'm just a regular guy you know call me and, and I'll spend some time with you asking you well, what are the goals of this job that you're trying to do? this investigation, what are you trying to capture? And I'll tell you what I think is the best piece of equipment. Uh, some guys take offense to that. They just say, I just want that piece of equipment send it to me and, and I'll do. That's fine. But a lot of folks are very happy when you take the time and, and you talk to them in, in broad general terms. you know what are you trying to capture? Are you looking for video at night? Are you looking for you know a static camera that you can place and and hide someplace? Is it going to be something you're going to carry on your person? Uh, you ask those kind of questions, and, and I do that so I can not because I'm nosy or not because I want to spend a half an hour on the phone with somebody. Sure. Um, I I just want to make sure that you get the best piece of equipment for the best price, um, and that you're happy with the, the equipment because that's going to lead you to come back to me next time. Sure. And sure. and I want happy customers. Yeah. Um, and we all have to make money. I get it. It's, we all run for profit businesses, but you know I want to make sure that that people you know, feel like they're getting a good shake and they're getting an honest answer. And that's what we try to do. So, you know, uh, there's the technology changes so quickly. It's hard for me to keep up with a lot of this stuff because, it, I mean, literally every single day there's a new piece of equipment out there. And what was great yesterday is now who wants that? It's, you know, yard sale items for some people. Yep. So I, it, I have to educate a lot of people when they call with, you know, like like just the SD cards. It's amazing how many folks just, they think an SD card is an SD card is an SD card. And it'll tell you how much my life sucks because I know about SD cards. Um, (laughs) But, you know, you have to spend a little bit of time and explain to somebody, it's important that you use the right combination of equipment. You just can't throw money at a problem. You got to talk to somebody who's been there, done that and made some mistakes. And I don't know everything, but I've made a lot of mistakes over my career. And I can tell you, don't do that because it's not going to work. Or that equipment is not going to give you the result that you think it's going to get or give you, you really need to look for something along these lines. And so we spend a lot of time with our customers and try to provide them some advice and some, some useful hints.
0: Yeah. And that's all great. I mean, listen, you guys have a great model to how you, how you do things. And, uh, you know, it, it's, I know it's certainly appreciated. I, I appreciate it. Um, and, and I, I'm not the most, uh, Equipment buying, you know. Full disclosure, I don't buy thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> of equipment there. But when I do, every now and then, and I can have that conversation, or I can read about it in you know Pi Magazine and going, "Wow, I didn't know this was out there," or I didn't, I didn't realize that I could use this in this particular way. Like, I need to get this. I need to make sure my staff has this, um, and 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 we handle it. So that's uh, that, that's really important. Um, okay, so we're going to wind down things here, Jim. It, it's been great catching up. I feel like we could probably do another hour here, just uh, shooting the breeze. Man, it's so easy to talk to you, and um, yeah, you know, I, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, you know, I, I think folks know how to find you, but yeah, <laughs> let's, let's tell them one more time.
2: Uh, Pi Magazine, Pi Gear. Um, you know, either as websites or if not, everyone knows my phone number is plastered all over the websites. Sure, you know, Give me a call. I'm, I'm a regular guy. I, I was using equipment yesterday. I'll be using equipment tomorrow. I'm not some guy who was selling bicycles yesterday and will sell mattresses next week. You know, right. It's equipment and we, we use what we sell and, and we try to know everything we can about it.
0: You're only selling bicycles and mattresses if they have cameras attached to them.
2: That's right. That's correct.
0: <laughs> so, hey, folks, if you uh, went to the YouTube channel today, you got an extra special. Uh, you, you took a little something extra out of the show here. And uh, that is something that we're trying to do. We're trying to push um, the YouTube channel. So, you definitely want to go there. You want to subscribe. It's great that you listen on the podcast. I, I really appreciate that. And please continue to do so. And continue to support the show. But if you're interested in, in the video aspect of it, it's something that you're going to see more and more uh, production-wise coming from us. And uh, Jim, thanks for being my guinea pig on the Share page. And, uh, and no, this is great. This is good. I really, uh, really appreciate it. And I appreciate all you, you guys do and the support that you've given me over these years that I've known you. Um, it, it's been great. And I, I feel like we have a, a strong partnership here. So, so thank you for that, sir.
2: You're a great guy, Matt. And you're a good friend.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel the same way. So thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch you guys on the next show. Take care.
1: Before we jump into the wrap up, make sure you tune in this Wednesday for a very special Veterans Day episode. Matt welcomes retired Green Beret David Johnson back to the program. David talks about his transition from military to working with Conflict International we thank david for his service and all the servicemen and women in and outside of this industry for sacrificing so much to defend our country we also want to thank jim for coming back and talking about this great piece of equipment make sure you visit pigear.com and check out the pc 900 and other cool stuff also check out jim and nicole's show pi magazine the podcast we also want to thank amos CrossTracks, DelvePoint, and USABuckSweeps.com for sponsoring the show. Now, have you checked out the InvestigatorsToolbox.com yet? Remember, it only takes 41 cents a day to unlock the future of investigations. Make an investment in your business and yourself today. 25% discount won't last long. Use code PIP201836 to save even more. If you have a question or comment for Matt, email them at matthews at satellitepi.com. You can also find them on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We want your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. See you this Wednesday, and we'll be back next Monday with a new show. Make sure you tune in. Stay safe out there, everyone.